when doctors don't care what happens or can't for their own sake. Hi, my name is Bob Greenier and welcome to RemoteView.ICU. I already talked about the complete failure of vaccines in my family last month and my personal experience with the infection. Since then, the fully vaccinated teachers at my youngest child's kindergarten and her music school have caught it, meaning more days homeschooling. Anyhow, on the 15th of December 2021, I went for a long booked appointment with my general practitioner to ask for a medical exemption certificate so I could apply to travel to the US to do research. In anticipation of being shut down, I presented him with a note laying out my position for him to read first. It read, Hello, I am a research scientist who, along with my family, got and recovered from the Alpha Covid variety in April 2020. One year later, I had a guest in my house who got an active infection. I tested my antibodies and they were strong on 8th of April 2021, as they were in other members of my family. I spent three weeks trying to catch it from him, but failed. None of my family got it again either. In September, I again tested my antibodies. They were good, and so I helped a friend recover. I did not catch it again. In November, I helped another friend recover and did not catch it again. This was 19 months later. My grandfather died at 52 from a heart attack and my father at 72 from heart failure. My father had the autoimmune disorder gout. So do I. I have been unable to travel to the US for nearly two years now to do my work because of restrictions. Given that I am provably immune from real infection, and I have the two major risk factors to adverse events from the experimental therapies, and I have young children. I need a medical exemption so that I can support my family without taking the unneeded risk of leaving them fatherless. He read my note and said, I'm not going to give you an exemption. I recommend you get the vaccine. When I asked why he took that position when he was aware of my family history, he said, I have read the research and I recommend you get the vaccine. I asked him, had he had COVID? He said no. I said, well, I have, and despite trying, I have been unable to catch it again. I believe the immunity is enduring and the risks for me from the therapy identified by the manufacturers and public reporting as a recovered person are higher than the risks of reinfection. He said, I'm not going to give you an exemption. I said, so if I was to get the therapy now and be harmed, even permanently, or die, I or my family would have no recourse with you, the government, or the pharmaceutical company. If you gave me an exemption, it would be my risk and I could work. What do you lose by exempting me? He replied, it's the guidelines. I asked, well, if it's guidelines, can't you use your discretion? He got angry. He was personally affronted and said that he didn't like what I was implying. I said, it appears as though it doesn't matter what your patient's individual circumstances are. You would only recommend the therapy. Can you explain why it is that you are leaving me no options? He said, 
I'm not forcing you. It is your choice. I am recommending it. I said, don't you see, though, I can't do what I need to do without taking what I am confident is an unacceptable risk for me and my family. And the only person that can change that is you. He got really angry. I asked, how many people have you written an exemption for? He said, I'm not going to answer that. I asked a lesser question. Have you given an exemption for anyone? He said, I'm not going to answer that and I think you should leave. I said, what? Aren't you supposed to listen to the patient's needs? He suggested more strongly that I should leave. I said, okay, if you are unable to write me an exemption, can you write me a note detailing on what scientific basis, including references, you are basing your recommendation on so I know where you are coming from? Please also detail where I can read these guidelines you are following that state that a COVID-recovered person with a multi-generational history of heart attacks and autoimmune conditions should be recommended to get this therapy and who wrote the guidelines in order that I may address those people that are making them. He was fuming and frankly, I wasn't happy either. So I said, as I collected my coat and left, it didn't have to be this way. I don't expect to get an explanatory note, though I will update this blog if I do. Quibono. I left thinking, why would he recommend, given my risk factors, a therapy he should know by now, if it was possible, without it, would not help stop me get the sniffles. Moreover, I thought, he wouldn't lose anything by giving me an exemption, right? Or would he? Then it occurred to me, perhaps they get paid for injecting people with the therapies. In the UK, I remembered hearing somewhere that doctors got paid for administering jabs. On researching it, I found that a doctor used to get £12.58 for each procedure they did. But from 1st of December, that was up to £20, $26.53. So, do check doctors get rewards for a procedure that can be done by a junior nurse in a few minutes? Looks like they do. They get about 223 crowns, about $10 for a jab. The surgery he operates in might easily have thousands of patients on its books. For a full two jab and booster, they are raking in $30,000 for every 1,000 patients that blindly walk in of their own accord, or they can recommend to get the jab. Given my experience, I can't imagine there's a very big group they are going to not recommend it for. And if governments make it obligatory every six months, then it is another $20,000 a year per thousand patients. On top of that, check monthly payments for health insurance have gone up significantly. So we have the pleasure of knowing we are paying for them to be incentivized to be the delivery agents of corporate pharma. So if my doctor was to give me an exemption and the word got around, perhaps others would request one and this potential little biannual cash cow might dry up. In America, it's even worse. There, doctors can cash up to $40 for a single jab. If the long-term effects of these injections are acute medical conditions, guess who gets more money? The medical industry. It would appear we cannot trust doctors anymore as they may be captured, and that makes one think. 
Have they always been getting incentives like this? On the 16th of December 2021, I learned from my wife that dentists and pharmacists are now being co-opted with these cash bribes to get jabbing. One can easily imagine that these people might start saying, sorry, you can't use our services unless you're jabbed. It will certainly reduce the potential dissenting respected voices in healthcare. It is diabolical. If this goes on, statistically, sooner or later, all of these people will have blood on their hands. So it will be in their interests to ignore or fight against acknowledging data that they might have to morally deal with. To facilitate their complicity, expect governments to prevent communication of any data that shows harm or ineffectiveness of the only solution they are promoting. I'd be interested to hear if people in your country are rewarded every time they administer one of these experimental products. Let me know in the comments. On the subject of coercion. In 1957, the sociologist Albert Biedermann came up with his chart of coercion, which was based on Chinese-Korean torture techniques used on American prisoners in the Korean War. To psychologically break an individual, one must use the following methods in order. Here, I will list these rules and suggest some that you may have witnessed since early 2020. Isolation. Like keeping people away from friends and family, even in death. Monopolization of perception. Say, controlling the narrative, including banning alternative expert opinion. Inducing debilitation and exhaustion. Perhaps via enforced mask wearing, leading to problems with social cues, especially in children, and impaired breathing for all. Threats. For instance, fines for standard life activities or exclusion from services, even medical treatment, if not compliant. Occasional indulgences. Take an experimental therapy and you can have a barbecue with a few friends. Demonstrating omnipotence and omniscience. Being able to prevent you from doing your job if you don't comply and not approving effective cheap drugs and not recognising natural immunity. Degradation. Like suggesting someone is unclean and a risk to others. Enforcing trivial demands, like keeping a set distance apart or wearing masks on a plane. A real cardiologist speaks. In a Joe Rogan interview at the 142.42 mark, Dr. Peter McCullough, a respected, famous and extremely well-published cardiologist, notes that the upper tail for myocarditis goes all the way up to 50. He also notes elsewhere in the excellent podcast that upon challenging common claims of reinfections of COVID, no one has shown plausible evidence of it occurring, which confirms the data from SARS-CoV-1 that there were no reinfections. It is one and done. We are all being coerced, and the people we should trust to get objective information from are compromised. Only the little people, the great unwashed, will be able to end this insanity. In the UK... There is a desperate attempt to boost everyone before they can get proper 
enduring immunity from Omicron. If antibodies are low and you get through the disease, you will have immunity to the whole thing, not just the quickly changing spike protein. By forcing the jabs, they can claim that boosting worked and was the right choice. It is a straight con. Coupled with this is absolutely no public messaging on taking vitamin D3, zinc and a zinc ionophore like green tea, EGCG, or quercetin. It appears there must be only the option to trust the government and do what it says. My only choice now that would enable me to travel to the US given the guidelines and rules is to try really, really, really hard to get Omicron and recover. However, given my three previous failed attempts to get any other variant, I don't fancy my chances. Thank you for listening to RemoteView.ICU.